What up? You're listening to Two Shots at the Line with Nick and Skur. I'm Skur. I'm Nick. What up? What up, everybody? It's been a minute. We're glad to be back. Missed everybody. Hope everyone had a good, uh, what is it, three weeks, month that we've been it's, gone? It's, it's been a little bit. It's been bad, a while, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but we're back, um, and, you know, hopefully you guys are going to stick with us and, you know, deal with these growing pains as we go. Um, but, yeah, let's get this podcast started. And uh, what do you want to start with today, Nick? Well, you know, I feel like it's only right we start back where we left off. You know, we kept talking about all these different trades the Celtics can make, all these trades around the league that could happen. So it's only right that we start off with the deadline that's come and gone now a little while ago. Uh, obviously, we had that smaller move, getting some uh, – freed up some salary space, sending Bulbul, Dozier, and other stuff to the Magic. Kind of an inconsequential trade as a fanboy. I would have liked to see Bull Bull stay. Same. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, obviously, the two big trades, we're going to start. I want to start with the lesser of the two because I don't want to spend a lot of time on this one. But sending out Schroeder and Freedom to get Daniel Tice back, how do you feel about that? I like that move. Um, it's kind of like a plug and play. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Tice, I know we have a new coach, but um, he kind of knows th- how the Celtics play. He knows this team because it hasn't really changed an incredible amount since he's been gone um and he's actually impressed me like this far this season i mean when we traded him i was kind of like yeah all right he he did he he ran his course but now that he's back i think he's just been playing really well um you know can just come in off the bench behind uh williams and just do his thing get a couple fouls if we need someone to foul someone um no problem getting fouls oh yeah for sure i think he's been a little bit better since he's come back that's he's playing less minutes facts (laughs) uh so I like the trade. Uh, my biggest issue with it was the money behind it. Yeah. Um, I feel like because Tice is under contract, I want to say around seven, eight million a year. So what tradable. is tradable? It? it is tradable, but how many people say I want that guy? You know, I, I like Tice, and I think he's a good fit here. I mean, as you're seeing with Horford, some guys when they come back just they pick up where they left off. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how long it's been. Yep. I mean, Horford looks like the same guy that walked out on us a few years ago to go to. He's Philly. been playing really well. Yeah. He. I mean, he's been a legitimate player on this team. Still don't like the money. Still think there's upgrades there, but that's a different point for a different day. Um, he does fit the system though, which he is does. honestly he does. and like it's been showing in the last like, let's say ten games. Mm. We've lost one, I think, in the last ten. Right. Ah, uh, I can't. I don't know the exact stat off the top of my head. I know the last loss I can think of. Oh no, we've lost. We lost against the Pistons before the break. Yep. And then we lost against the Pacers. Okay. Uh, but I I know Horford sat out against the Pacers. Um, but you know we've had some big wins in there. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, the Nets, Grizzlies, we've beat. Uh, we did have that nice revenge game against the Pistons. Where we were able to take that one as well. Right so, after the break. Yep. So we know we've been we've been still playing well. I was really worried about that original Pistons loss. I thought that was going to send us on a spiral. Yeah. Um, but circling back to the trade deadline, I think a big one that we need to talk about is Derek White. Uh, first of all, he's an ugly motherfucker. Yo, I love that fro. He is. He's. I. He, I don't think he's got much hair. Yeah, I think it's the it headband. Is, it's just like it's the slimmest fro I've back. ever seen. Um. <laughs> He's been a good fit. You know, he's not as good as I had hoped. I'm not going to lie. I watch him out there. He, he fumbles a lot. Um, he misses some wide open shots. Like you said, he plays hard. His defense is, you know, what we need. It's perfect behind Marcus Smart. It's um, more fluid with, with him out there, too. Because, I mean, Schroeder was clunky out there at times. Yeah. And, I mean, granted, I think I would have liked to see White and Richardson play together. That might have been a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But that also being said, Richardson didn't move as well as I had hoped. No. White moves really well. Yeah, and I think he just, um, you know, he played under Pop 
pretty much his whole career, obviously, and then um, just came to the Celtics, plug and play, like just adapted to our system easily. I mean, the first game he was with us, he was, you know, he dropped like twenty points, standing O from the Garden. Yeah, he I, he's like a perfect bench guy for our team, mm-hmm. and like um, I love the fit. And obviously, as a f- former Spurs guy, I mean, he knows how to play basketball. Well, especially yeah. under Udoka too, who is a former Spurs guy. Exactly, it's so, all coming from that tree. Exactly. Um, I mean, it was a lot to give up for White. Uh, he's another guy. He is under contract for a little while. I don't know if that's a guy you're going to try to move later for a bigger piece. Um, I, I do want to touch upon that a little bit later because I do think that the Celtics, even though they're as good as they are right now, I do think they're missing something. Um, but I think we, if we're going to talk about the Celtics and their moves, I think it's only fair we talk about the Lakers and their lack of moves. Oh, my gosh. That uh, team. Talk about a team that you should have done something, man. Some Anything. Anything. That team does not have a pulse right now. It's it's bad. I mean, Braun has to go out there and drop 56, 57 just for you to win a game. Yeah, which, like, and they barely squeaked by because Russell Westbrook almost cost him that game hey, a did couple you see? times. Did you see LeBron now? No. He's out with severe knee, uh, severe knee pain or knee soreness. Yeah. So that right there is what happens when you make 36-year-old LeBron James do that. He can still do it, but the whole point is you don't want him to no, have to do that. No, you, you want him to do it in the playoffs in, like, a game seven. Mm-hmm. If your, like, back is against the wall, you know, LeBron's going to go out there and get you a W. You that, don't need him to do it in March. He's that bullet you want to keep in your pocket when you run out of everything else. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't want to waste that shot. Or if AD goes down for a game, because he always do. Yeah, I was going to say, um, when doesn't he get this So, point? you know, you can have LeBron, and, I mean... The whole Russell Westbrook thing, saying that he's not going to come off the bench. I mean, Frank Vogel's the coach. If you can't coach your team and say, hey, you're not contributing enough to be a starter, mm-hmm. you're going to get benched. If that's, the issue with, that's the issue with sports nowadays anyways. They're the players run that. It, yeah. It's because they make all this money. You can't tell them they're bigger than the team. And it's like... And I get it. Like, yes, you're paying someone $50 million, mm-hmm. and you're going to put them on the bench. But, I mean, you have to earn your spot. I just... I, that's how it's been... Forever, but I mean, obviously things are changing. I just think that was a stupid fit to begin with. You need to give the coach, especially Frank Vogel, is probably going to get fired after this. I heard he's not. I heard he is very safe because LeBron loves him. Okay, so Frank Vogel doesn't get fired, then he should have the ability to tell a player to go to the bench. Well, uh, Russell Westbrook should have. He's gone. Yeah, yeah, they're going to trade. They should have traded him at the deadline. I'm sure no one offered enough. No one wanted him. Yeah. So they had one trade worked out. It sounded like um, for John Wall. Mm -hmm. Just do it. What the I, At least at the end of this day, you're getting someone who's younger, and there might be someone who bites on John Wall. They might say, yeah, he looked pretty good for the Lakers. I know he didn't really fit on that team, or they didn't do anything. But, you know, he showed that he's still got some game left. Yeah, and LeBron can always make elevate anyone. Every, every time someone plays with LeBron, they usually end up getting a decent contract afterwards because their averages go up because LeBron's getting the ball and open looks. Well, I mean, um, it just... Except for Westbrook. Well, I was say, it, it just talks about how bad they screwed up this offseason. When they had a trade worked out to get Buddy Heald, and why am I drawing a blank on the? Uh, I feel like there was another name involved. I'm drawing a blank at the moment. Was it um from the Kings or? I want to say it was from the Kings. I thought it was Buddy Heald and somebody else. It wasn't Halliburton, was it? Was no, it uh, Harrison well, Barnes? I think it might have been Barnes. Yeah. Even if it was just Heald, and they're getting Heald's a perfect fit on that team. Perfect. And I'm not the biggest Buddy Heald fan, but what does LeBron James need? He needs someone to sit in the corner and shoot threes. Wow, almost sounds identical to what Buddy Hill yeah, does. Yeah, exactly. And they um, and they and they just well, they balked at it and said, "Oh, I'm gonna get the name instead." It's like you can't always the, having a collection of superstars. While big names do win games, if you have three big names that 
do not fit together on a court. I'm sorry. I, I truly don't think that Davis and LeBron fit together on a court. I, I know they won that chip, but I also call that the bubble chip. Yeah, a lot of people do. Uh, I mean, some say it's the hardest championship anyone's ever won. Other people say it's the easiest. So, I mean, it depends on who you ask. I mean, they won, whatever. Um, I just, I've noticed a lot of teams aren't going for the big three anymore because you're literally shooting yourself in the foot with cap space to put role players. It's always the big two now. You got, you got Butler and Lowry. Mm-hmm. You got LeBron and AD before Westbrook came there. You got Tatum and Brown. Yep. You got... Um, well, look, Jokic I mean, and uh, Murray, like I mean, well, the, the, some of these teams though do wanna, they do want big threes in the sense that the Magic want Michael Porter Jr. to turn into that third. Yeah, but I mean, you want you're not giving getting rid of all your assets. You already drafted that guy; mm-hmm. he's on your team. You're not yeah. paying three guys fifty million dollars. Yeah, no, that's that's year. fair. That's fair. One hundred fifty million in your salary and three guys. It's, you go, you you know, you can spend a hundred on two guys mm-hmm. and then disperse that salary into some solid role players. Like, look at the Sixers. I mean, they're paying Tobias Harris a lot right now. But he's on. He was on a max. I mean, yeah. that was one of the terrible maxes. Um, but, like, you know, I feel like the Sixers could have had a deeper roster with um, if they weren't paying that third person. Well, I mean, the Sixers roster currently constructed, which if we're going to talk about how the Sixers roster is constructed, big deal at the deadline, obviously. The deal at the deadline. They're getting the Ben Simmons and all of his quote-unquote mental health problems slash I really don't want to play with Embiid yep. out of town. Which I personally think the Sixers got hosed on this trade. Obviously, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But it was Simmons, St- Curry. Oh, I'm drawing a blank on his first name. <laughs> I know it's not Stefan. Why? What is? What is it? Uh, oh God! Why oh, am I? Why, drawing? Why I'm drawing a blank on it. <laughs> That's Seth. What Seth. Seth. Seth Curry. Sethin. Uh, <laughs> Seth and Curry and uh, Andre Drummond with two first rounders. For James Harden and the shell of Paul Millsap. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, the Sixers were just trying to get out of there. They're getting a very good James Harden. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're 5-0 and with Harden in the lineup. Mm-hmm. He has been playing really, really well next mm-hmm. to Embiid, and they look like they're having fun. So that, I mean, we'll see in like two years who won this deal. Because um, the six, the Sixers, or sorry, the Nets are going to the Sixers um, in two days on the 10th. Yeah. Um, ben Simmons isn't going to play. Rumor was he was going to play, and now he's not. He, he's going to be on the court. He's going to be on the bench, though. I'm curious to see how that goes. It's not going to go well it's at all. It's not going to go well. Yeah. He might get, like, shit literally thrown at him. Well, <laughs> that'd be pretty funny. Uh, Which, but, like, you shouldn't do, obviously. Um, yeah, don't throw poop. Yeah, everyone's everyone's human. You don't need to throw poop at them. Poop is gross. <laughs> uh, but uh, but my, my point was that, and I, I like that Harden is a perfect fit with Joel Embiid, in my opinion. Uh, Harden runs the pick and roll very well. And at the same time, he can shoot. Yeah. Unlike Ben Simmons. And spreads the floor. And spreads gives the him floor. space. Exactly. But that being said... I mean, you they gave up so much. They lost Andre Drummond, who, say what you want, but if Embiid, who has a medical history, goes down, you lost a guy that can, is... Perfect backup center. Andre Drummond, in my opinion, should still be starting somewhere in the league. Oh, He's sure. better than other centers in the league, but everyone is too busy concerned about trying to find the next guy instead of being like, well, this guy's still good. Like So that's what I'm saying is like the Lakers signed DeAndre Jordan. Mm-hmm. How is DeAndre... I mean, they waived him, but, like, how is he still getting minutes? And Ironically then, enough, he's on the Sixers now. Yeah, and then... <laughs> yeah, because, like, they need a backup center. I actually don't think Jordan... I mean, granted, he looks bad this year. There was times I watched him on the Nets last year. I don't think he looked bad. No, he doesn't look horrible. It's just, like... I mean, if you're going to have Andre Drummond or DeAndre Jordan, who you I'd rather pick? have Drummond. Exactly. But, I mean, that's because he's a vacuum. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's going to get you boards, and especially in the playoffs, if you need someone to just get you boards. Exactly. Interior, tough there. interior defense, get you boards, yep. finish close to the basket. 
Um, but that, part of the reason why I like it so much for the Nets is that you're getting a guy in Simmons who, again, if he ever learns how to shoot, you have a guy who is dis- immensely talented. Yeah, he doesn't even need to, honestly. With You got KD, you got Kyrie. Like, well, I'm, I'm just saying as a, on, as a whole for yeah. himself. I, I'm, if Ben Simmons could learn how to shoot threes at a good clip, and not decent, like, good clip. Like thirty three percent. I would take, and you know how I feel about Tatum. I would take him over Tatum if that was if he could learn how to shoot. And I'm talking like thirty five percent by threes, maybe even forty. I know forty is a little stretch. Forty, there. yeah, forty is high. But but I, you know what I'm saying like if he could shoot a good three ball, he. I mean, he's a good, an amazing player. He's amazing 6'10". defender. He's he's almost like a Magic Johnson esque with his ball handling and passing skills. Mm-hmm. He's a good rebounder, a top tier defender. Yeah. I mean, they're talking about the Celtics sniffing around him, and at the, there's times where I'm like, I wouldn't hate that. If you could have a big three of Simmons, Brown, and Tatum, I wouldn't have hated that. That would be a big team. Oh, my God, yeah, and you'd have some of the best defense in the league. Yeah, for but, sure. But that being said, the reason why I like the fit on the Nets so much, and I think the Nets won that trade, granted, we don't know yet, we haven't seen it, but you have a guy with Ben Simmons, he can have the ball in his hands. He doesn't want to shoot. He'll have no problem giving that up to Durant. He'll have no problem giving that up to Kyrie. Um, Seth Curry, give it up to Seth Curry. Yeah, easy threes right Yeah, there. and I mean, you you have so many people you can spread the ball to. It, it makes life so much easier. And then if you have someone like LaMarcus Aldridge who can still hit those 15-foot jump shots, I, I mean, you have a lot of ways you can do this. But that being said, after watching the Nets... Uh, against the Celtics the other night, some of me, part of it makes me worry because I saw a lot of ISO ball. There's a lot of ISO, and it, it worked. I mean, don't and I don't want to say it worked because the Nets lost the game, but Durant still dropped over thirty. But I mean, they lost only because Tatum had to drop over fifty to get us that W. He had to will us to that W, which is something I you know I want to say about Tatum is he's shown so much growth and maturity mm-hmm. as the season has gone on. Um, his handle is super tight right now. His shot, passing I mean, is passing, right like his playmaking, everything. And like, I think what was good, why he was so like able to get that fifty so easily um, against the Nets is everyone they were throwing at him was six three, six four. He's just shooting over everybody. Well, I will say Udoka for a rookie coach flexed his coaching muscles on Steve Nash, who for he kept falling for the pick and rolls and not switching on bigger people to Tatum. Yeah. And Tatum was cooking them. One of my favorite lines was uh, one of the announcers said when Tatum was sitting there using his dribble moves on whoever was defending him, he said, quote-unquote, Tatum's playing with his food right now. Like, <laughs> I heard that, Yeah, actually, the fact yeah. that you just dropped that line against an NBA player, a goddamn professional, ouch. Yeah. Ouch. I don't remember who it was. I think it was a Kyrie. It wasn't Kyrie. Oh, okay. I think it might have been Brown. Uh, Bruce Brown. Uh, yeah, I don't remember who it was. It was someone. Yeah. It wasn't a scrub. It, no, it was someone who. It's plays like a solid NBA player. Yeah, it, who is in the rotation. I don't think it was Kyrie. I, I don't. I, I want to say it was Brown, but it was bad. It, yeah. All all day he was getting whatever he wanted, and this is the thing about Tatum. When everyone's when the whole argument who's better, Tatum or Brown, it's like Tatum has another gear. We haven't seen it. I think we've seen that gear from Brown. Yeah. And I'm not shitting on Brown. I think Brown is a good player. But we, I don't, I've never, I've very rarely seen Brown take over games like I've seen Tatum take over the last two games. Yeah. 
And the way Tatum is going about it is the reason why he's doing it. He's deferring, he's deferring, he's deferring, but you're not going to sag off him on defense. You're an idiot. Yeah. And he's just going to eat you alive. And then as soon as you you crunch back up, he's going to make the right play. Exactly. He dropped over 50 points, and he passed the ball a shit ton. Yep. And he wasn't forcing up shots. He shot a great percentage. Mm-hmm. And the only time he was forcing up shots when it was crunch time, and you that's and when I, you want your superstar forcing yeah, up the shots. Yeah, and I think he was trying to get that 50-burger. I actually, you know what, believe it or not, well, I think it did. he did like it. I don't think that was in his, I think he wanted that W. Yeah, I think he, yeah, he wanted it, especially like with Kyrie playing there mm-hmm. and then like the press game or, Ky, or post-game press conference where Kyrie was talking mad shit about the uh, Celtics. Yeah, the Celtics fans are uh, a, ex-girlfriends. A scorned ex-girlfriend that who just, just wants, wants to text, text back. back. Yeah, Bro, yeah, we're good. Get over you, yourself, sir. Don't get over me, yourself. You're a phenomenal player, but I'll tell you what, right now, I'd, I'd want you on my team if this was 2K. I don't want you on my team in real life. I just, like, that's the thing, too, and, you know, circling back to, like, the Nets Sixers, that's a potential playoff matchup. Yep. The Nets could be out in the first round. They're hanging on for dear life at that, like, Last time I saw they were 9 or 10 seed. Yeah, they're they're hanging on for dear life. So, and and my thing is, if you're at home and not playing, Kyrie can't play. Yep. And I heard a rumor that Harden wanted out in the off chance of a um, Nets-Raptors playoff series because Kyrie wouldn't be able to play at all. So that, that's the one thing. Harden, I definitely think, wanted the easy way out in the sense. Well, I, Can you blame Harden? Yeah, on? I was going to say, I don't want to go too far in this because I don't blame him in the sense that he wanted to play on a team where they were committed to winning. And I don't – the Nets are a collection of talent. I don't think they're committed to winning. Harden, no. his, his waistline doesn't say it, but Harden wanted to go somewhere to win. Mm-hmm. And going to Philly, Embiid is a dog, man. I, I like Embiid. Um, he he wanted to play with Embiid because Embiid wants that chip. Yep. Embiid wants to win, and I mean, look at all the comments Embiid's made. Like he wished Jimmy Butler never left because Jimmy Butler wants to play hard and yep. wants to win. That's the kind of shit that Embiid thrives. Exactly, with. and I think they're gonna do well in the playoffs this year, depending on the matchups, because the Heat are scary this year. Bucks obviously favored to come out of the East. Like I don't think the Heat are that good. I mean, they're winning games they quietly. Do. They are. They're number I, one in the East. I know. I just there's something about the Heat where I like. I think their streak. Like I think Tyler Hero, you can shut him down, and that's a big part of their offense. Yeah, uh, but the thing is, is their defense is really what their defense is good. They held the Sixers to like seventy two points. I I I, I want to say their defense is good, but at the same time, their defense is smart. Is what it is. Uh, yeah, Spolstra knows how to coach good good defense. I remember back in the bubble, we couldn't figure out the zone. They're still playing, and that's and that's what it is. They know how to if if defense A isn't working, they're going to shift to defense B, and they can execute both at a very good levels. Yeah, exactly. And they can recover. They have the length. Um, Oladipo should be coming back this he's week. Back. Yeah, he's he's back. Yeah, he's I saw um, questionable as of today. Yeah, he already played. Oh, he did. Yeah. Did he play today? Or uh, let me double check when he played, but he did. Oh, play. okay. All right. So yeah, I guess I'm a little off. I've been uh, had a busy weekend, so missed a little bit this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, it was. I think he, yeah, I think he dropped like 11 in his debut. Okay, back. yeah. Let me so check. I mean, that's a big pickup. Um, the Heat are scary to come out of the East. Honestly, the way the Celtics have been playing, if we keep playing like this, we are also a threat to come out of the East. Yeah, for sure, for um, sure. I think there's like two tiers for you know threats to come out of the East. You got A tier, which I mean, unfortunately, you have to put the Nets in that because just the talent alone, mm-hmm. and then the Bucks. Brook Lopez should be coming back soon. He's been cleared for basketball activities, um, so I really do like that because he's just going to come back and you know just just plug right back into his role and he'll be good. And then you got the Heat, the Celtics. Um, I, I don't know. The 76ers could be on that top tier. 
So it'd be like Sixers. It's too, Bucks. it's too early to tell with the Sixers. Um, um, but they have been doing really well with Harden in the lineup. So I'm just, you know. So to so to circle back what we were just talking about, uh, Oladipo played 15 minutes, dropped 11 points. That's not bad. Not, not bad at all. Uh, he hasn't played in like over a year. No, he played last year. Has it been like? I think he played last year and then he got hurt with the uh, Heat again. Okay. But I think he. I'm pretty sure he did play last year. Yeah. All right. Um, but it was. It wasn't much. No, I. I don't, yeah. I'm not. I'm personally not a big Oladipo fan. That being said, he'll probably torch us in the playoffs. Yeah, I think he's a good fit for. Um, what they the, want to do there. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, so I do like the team. If he can come back and can be any resemblance of the player he was, then maybe I'll be scared of the Heat. Like mm-hmm. legitimately scared because Lowry kills us in the playoffs every time. I love Jimmy Butler. I. Fucking love Jimmy Butler. He's Same. such a good player, and he plays hard. He plays the right way. Um, banged Rachel Nichols. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I just – Jimmy Jimmy Butler is a good player. You know, so if you're having Lowry who torches the Celtics, and he's a good player in his own right. You know, if I remember correctly, I just looked. I don't think he scored a single point, and they still blew out the team they played. Yeah. Um, so if Lowry is being Lowry, you have Oladipo if he can come back, Butler – Bam is a good player. Bam's amazing. And then if you have Hero coming off the bench, scoring like he can score, I mean, yeah. I I, I think the one thing I will say about the Heat is I think the Heat can be shut down, in the sense that if you can play good enough defense, which the Celtics have been, I think you can stop their shooting. Yeah. And that's where they kill you is their outside shooting, in my opinion. If they're they're outside shooting and they're interior to Bam. And I think the addition of Derek White with Marcus Smart, those two alone could shut down Hero and Duncan Robinson. Um, just... And here's my thing about Bam now with Horford. So it used to be Bam would muscle. I, I mean, I would like to see Bam against Robert Williams again. I, I would like to see how that matchup. Yeah, would I look. think this year he'd be. Williams put on a little bit more muscle. He's a little bit more tougher down there. And, and I think his basketball IQ has gone up significantly. Absolutely, since the bubble. Absolutely, yep. yeah. So I mean, I would like to see that. But even that with Horford back, if you have Horford guarding him. Good luck. Yeah, that veteran savviness that Horford has. So I mean, smart. Yeah, he knows where to be, what to do, like where to you know put his body when he needs to, just to get the stops that he needs to on the defensive end. Um, and then Horford knows that he has Williams behind him yep. for those shot blocks. Yep, like, exactly. He's like, all right, I'm gonna take a gamble, but I know Rob Williams is gonna elevate you well, know let's above be honest. the rim and just Horford's swat gambles that. are almost never gambles. No, it's in, and I mean that as a compliment. Yeah, and then the rare chance that he misses on those, mm-hmm. you have Williams behind you. Exactly. So it's and, like, which Williams is a stud defender. Oh my god, yeah. If he could become, a, I don't want to say more consistent, but if he can get more to his game, like uh, people sag off him with, the, with that fifteen foot jump shot. Yeah. If you can start taking and making that, you have a, you might have your third star. Yeah. Because he is such a defensive anchor. Because the guy can go, he can switch on to smaller guys. Yeah, he's quick. Uh, I was watching him guard Durant. The other night, and granted, Durant was knocking off his shots over him. Well, yeah, that's Durant. Durant on Durant. But that's my. But my point was like. He was right there. He had a hand in Durant's. He was playing good any, defense. Any other person, he, no one would have been able to make those shots. He's but it's, but it's it. Kevin Durant. He's probably so. blocking those yeah. shots. Kevin Durant with his nineteen foot wingspan. He's yeah. freaking got there and just like elevates over everyone. It's yeah. just he's just pure. But um, back to Williams, I just think like him being more available mm-hmm. has helped him tremendously Absolutely. because he's just had more experience on the, the minutes. Floor. Everything. Yeah. I mean, and then putting him back with Al. Uh, I can't remember if he. I don't think he ever played with Al. Um, I don't think he did. I can't. I can't remember if he came in in Al's last year or not. But when he, he was getting minutes, Al was not here. No. Um, and I think, and that's one of the things I love about Al being back is he does 
he kind of helps everybody. Mm-hmm. He settles everybody down. He's so smart out there. I, I, I want Horford on this team until he doesn't want to play basketball yeah. anymore. My only thing is I don't want to pay Horford right, that's max the only, contract That's the only money. thing. But, I mean, we're, whatever. We'll take it. If, you know, it's going to elevate us to get to the finals, I'll take it. So, and uh, talking back about the, Celt- the Celtics making the finals, and I had previously said I think they're missing a piece. I do think they're missing one more guy. I think – I'm not necessarily saying a big three. I, they're, they need a bucket. Um, because if you have a night that Tatum's off – what if Brown's off too? Yeah. And I mean, you're more likely to have, if you have a big three, you're more likely to have one out of your three going than all three of them being out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when I say out, I mean being off. Because Tatum can have a cold night. It mm-hmm. happens to happen, happens to everybody. And then I, I don't think Brown is as good of enough as an offensive player to consistently carry. So if you could get another guy that could fit with those two guys and complement each other and then be that guy who can get a bucket – who that would be, I, I don't really know. But so we could either do that, or I think we need just like a really good sixth man, like a like a Jamal Crawford, but that, that's Lou my Williams. Thing too. What are those, those guys are walking buckets? Yeah, so like not a, a big three, but it's like you got your really really good starting mm-hmm. lineup, and then when the bench comes in, you're just you're you just getting buckets. Guy, like, you're just getting buckets. Um, I, I haven't really watched him play, so I don't really know how he is this year. But like a mellow. How he was with like He's coming off the bench, well. dropping fifteen. You know, you, you need someone who can come off the bench and consistently drop something. Mm-hmm. And if he needs to turn it up, can. There's not a lot of Jamal Crawfords in the league anymore. No, no more mean, Lou Williams. Even like Jordan Clarkson, who was uh, you know previous six man a year, has not been playing that well this Lou year. Lou Williams has been a non. Yeah, I, I don't. I I feel like. He would have retired if he didn't get traded to Atlanta. Yeah, I think he said he was going to retire. Yeah, so like I just think he's just you know mm-hmm. checked out. Um, Probably those hot wings down there. And then yeah, and the, the clubs. Yeah. Um, but like I just think um, the Hawks too just haven't had a good year at all. The um, Hawks scare me because if if they could definitely they could retool that team fast. Yeah, super fast. Um, I I personally you know I'm probably going to catch a lot of slack for this. I'm not a big Trey Young fan. Um, when he's, when he's on, yeah, he's dynamite, but like when he's off, I find him very one dimensional. I, I really like, um, what I love personally about Trey Young is that villain role. Oh, that's, yeah. Love it. Absolutely love it. Like, um, and like when he's on, it's so much fun to watch. Like last year in the playoffs against Mm -hmm. the Knicks. One of my favorite series in a while. Uh Um, just watching him shush the crowd and, Uh you know, tell him it's over. Love that. Need more of that in the NBA. Yeah. That's why we love the Jimmy Butlers Mm -hmm. and. You know, you the people with personality. Exactly. Um, yeah, and my thing with Trey, it's I think he's a fine player, but like he shoots those threes, those ridiculous threes, and if he's off hitting threes, I, I think he's very guardable. Um, yeah, he's also, um, you know, I'm not trying to like overly defend him, but he has a good like lob threat too. I'm not, I, I'm not saying he's not. I'm just I think Capella Capella has not been um, playing up to snuff this year, um, which has you know affected Trey's gameplay as, as well because like. He can't drive and have that lob threat. So, so I mean more along the lines of, like, if he's not making his three-point shot, it's easy. Like, you can guard him on his yeah, drive. Yeah, he's small. Like, he's small. He's, I don't want to say fragile. That's not the right word. He's just light. You he's, can muscle him yeah. down there. You you can make him pay for trying to go down on you. Well, that's a little <laughs> weird. Uh, he's like a young Steph Curry. It's just, like, you can literally just put your body on him, and he's going to have a... Yeah, he's a, a much... young Steph Curry light. Yeah, like, well, yeah, but I mean, like, 
size because Steph Curry now in his like mid thirties has put on some muscle and yeah. like, can actually body people and get his shots. Yeah, I just I, when he Young was getting those Steph Curry comparisons, I, I just no, I, it's not the same. It's not Curry is on a different level, and I can't fucking stand Steph Curry. I used to love him when he first came out, and he's just turned into such an arrogant asshole. It's exactly how I feel about Kevin Durant. I loved Kevin Durant. Uh, I love Katie. He's, he's turned into such a smug crybaby bitch the last few years. But he's also embraced that villain role. It's like my thing with his, Katie's villain role. It's like why? Why was this needed? Why? Because people called you out for being too nice on Twitter. Like holy shit! I know, right? You're that sensitive that you now needed to be a taint. Because he is the airiest taint. Yeah. Um, he is uh, pretty mean to people who, like, even question him. So you uh, you talked about Trey Young shushing the crowd. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, but during the Nets-Celtics game, every, the fans were going off on Kyrie, chanting, Kyrie sucks. Mm-hmm. It was while Jalen Brown is shooting free throws. Tatum quieted the crowd. Everyone is up in an arm saying Tatum did it because it was against they're doing it to his buddy Kyrie. I don't I don't buy that narrative. No. For I, I mean, uh, you said I didn't even know about that, and I I agree with. Well, you. my thing is everyone's like, well, Brown made the first free throw. It was a shaky free throw. It was not a clean free no. throw. Um, it wasn't like a oh shit that almost didn't go in, but like it wasn't clean. It bounced a little bit. Yeah. Um, and the one thing too that everyone keeps saying like, oh, Tatum did this. Day. He wasn't the only one doing it. Grant Williams was on the bench trying to shot silence the crowd too. So yeah, it's that's, commonplace when you're shooting free throws. You're a home team. You're the home team. You're quiet. That's the whole point. Yeah, it's like you get that chant going as soon as he makes the free throws. Uh-huh. Like I mean, bad look on Boston. I mean, you shouldn't be screaming and Kyrie sucks because that's distracting. Yeah, especially for Jalen because he's probably chuckling to himself. He's like, "Yeah, you're right. He does suck." Yeah. Um, let me make my free throws. But... Well, because Jalen, we all know, hates him. Yeah. Because uh, Jalen hates everybody. So uh, it's just, like I, I mean, I just think it's disrespectful on like Boston's side. I, I get why Tatum because they're trying to win the game. You mm-hmm. know, you, those free throws could have cost them the game. I, I, that game. I mean, granted, we ended up winning by a decent margin, but at the same time, though, that. Like, that, that could, if he missed free throw here or there, they're still in this game. When you have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, two of the best offensive players in the game, in Kevin Durant's case, in my opinion, the best offensive player in the game. Yeah. Because I, I understand with Steph and all shot making, Trey Young, all that. It's still not Kevin Durant is not guardable. No. He's over seven feet tall, gets elevation on his shots, has a ridiculous wingspan, and is butter from everywhere. It doesn't matter if he's three point. Mid range, down low, and, and he's clutch. I mean, even last year in the playoffs against the Bucks, mm-hmm. I mean, he was a half a shoe size away. He still made those shots. His how many big pl- ass feet? How many players are going to make that shot? Even even if their foot is on the line, yeah. no one. Yeah. I mean, not not even that he made it once. He made it twice. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, he's clutch. He's the best shooter. Like, there's you can't say anything bad about KD's game. The thing about KD and uh, ready a hot take time. I think he's going to have a longer career than LeBron James if he wants it. Yeah. Um, I mean, KD's had, what, two major injuries, and he's been fine. Mm-hmm. Like, he, I have not seen him lose a step whatsoever. You would not be able to tell that he tore his Achilles. No, no not at all. And he's just sitting there, jump, taking shots, being not a problem whatsoever. And he was playing, like, a, a high in minutes, too, mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. 
He, and he's been fine. And then he went out with the injury because he's been playing all those minutes because mm-hmm. Kyrie's not available. And Durant, I mean, not Durant, I'm sorry. Harden didn't want to play either because yep. he was a malcontent at that point. But you talked earlier about, not to keep jumping around here, but you talked earlier about Harden being afraid of a Toronto series. I guess the one thing that frustrates me about that, it's like Harden, you'd still be playing with Durant. Like, I, I love Joel Embiid, but if I'm James Harden, I'd much rather play with Kevin Durant. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I, I mean I, I'm sure, like, it probably had to do with some of Kyrie's antics in the locker room, too. Oh, Kyrie it's sucks. Like, it's like, do you want to go out and, like, bust your ass for a teammate who isn't available and then, like, wants to also come back and be like, yeah, go Nets, we did it, like... You know, like, I wouldn't. I, I mean, I would be discouraged by that. If I'm going to go out and put my, like, heart and soul on the line to mm. win a series, and I have a player who's just there, not not even not even there. He can't even, like... Yeah. He's there, like, 50% of the time. Yeah, and it's like, why? I mean... Like, I don't blame Harden, but at the same time, I don't like the way he handled himself in yeah. that situation. But, I mean, it did get him where he wanted to, so... And, and that's part of the problem, though, in the NBA, um, to try to take things to a close here. It's just, you know, the NBA is a, a sport that's full of divas. They just cry and they get what they want. Yeah. And it kind of sucks, but um, randomly, it's a quick side note. You see Big Baby? Yeah, uh, stole a fan seat. I love that. I love it. And it, they showed him on the screen. They're like, oh, look, it's Glenn Davis. Wow, Glenn Davis. And then right over his shoulder, you just see someone be like, hey, man, those are my seats. Like, on national TV. On national television. Love it. Fucking gold. Oh, that poor fat. Fuck. I know, seriously. It's Although, just... He loves the Celtics, so I give him pro- I give him props for that. He was wearing a respect the logo shirt. Yep, because Kyrie was stomping on the logo. That's another thing too. Kyrie, I fucking hate that guy. Oh my god. Again, amazing basketball player. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I'm not even saying to say the whole shut up and dribble. I just want no. you to shut up. Because the shit that comes out of your mouth hurts it's, my head. It's not stuff that is actually like benefiting anyone. It's just Relevant. nonsense. Yeah, it's not like you're like you know, taking a stance on, like, justice for African-Americans or anything like he that. He thinks he is. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, he's literally like, oh, the Celtics think I'm uh, an, an ex-girlfriend and I'm going to stomp on their logo and burn sage. Like, what are you doing? Bro? Yeah, uh, by the way, I like how that's quickly forgotten on his, uh, oh, yeah, I have nothing but respect for the Celtics organization. Where? Was it when you said you were going to re-sign and then bailed and left them with their schmenza in their hand? Yeah. Or was it when you stomped on their logo or refused to play and then called us a bunch of racist pieces of shit? It? When, when was the love for the yeah, Celtics? Are the thing. I it must makes, have missed that. Yeah, I think we missed it. Maybe when he calls you a racist, he actually means like, hey, I love you. Like, <laughs> we got to read between the lines. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, holy shit. Again, he's a guy who, if I was playing 2K, I'd take him on my team in a heartbeat, but that's because you can't have personality in a video game. But as soon as you start incorporating his actual attitude and actions in real life, I'm, I'm all set with yeah, the player. Yeah, I mean, look at our locker room when he was here. Um, I still think he's the reason the locker room was as bad as it was. If you notice, the locker room did not get better until he was gone and someone like Horford came in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, we can't keep harping over Kyrie being a punk-ass bitch. Um, and we just have to look at the fact that the Celtics are playing some of the best basketball they have in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And they're playing at the point where they could be serious contenders. I think, you know, it, one injury here, one injury there to a different team in the East. And, you know, we're going to make a – I think we're still going to make a deep playoff run. I don't even think we need an injury. I, I honestly think that we just need, like, you know, the, the, the six – not the Sixers, sorry, the Nets worry me. Um, because if all those pieces fit, that's a scary combination of mm-hmm. talent. If Simmons can come back and get, you know, good – 
reps with the team. But besides that, like if we can keep everybody playing at a good level, like we are. Not I'm not even talking like a Tatum fifty four level because if you notice, Brown didn't score a lot that game. No. So and uh, we had like no bench scoring either. So I mean, if you can get more bench scoring, more scoring from other people, and you continue to play the defense, because defense really doesn't go away. I, I mean, that's the nice thing about playing good defense. Yeah. So defense, even when you're in a cold cold streak, will be there. And then that's what matters most in the playoffs is defense because exactly. you're going to be playing low-scoring half-court games, and I think we thrive we in that as long we, as we're not playing ISO. We have one of the best half, uh, half-court half ranked defenses in the league. That's how good our half-court defense yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. So. So. But, you know, guys, again, thank you for listening. We're so sorry for the long delay. We're going to try to be better. Let's will- be honest. Good chance we won't be, <laughs> but we're going to try really hard. Hey, it's our first season, so you got to bear with us. We're, yeah. we're still learning. We're still growing. Um, you know, but we'll definitely be back, and um, we're going to be around for sure for the playoff push. Where we will be going over every game and just dissecting it. Hopefully we make a deep playoff run so the season can continue. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, two shots at the line. I'm Skur. I'm Nick. See you later, guys. Peace.